Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. Welcome to another episode of Rebel Unique. This is number 11 with Sigrid Tassius. Enjoy! Oh, well, hello, and welcome to episode 11 on the Rebel Unique podcast with me, Ingrid Lucky. This will be the first episode on the Rebel Unique podcast for 2020. I had a little break from podcasting for a bit, which was fab, and back and bad, bad, badass, and back in 2020 with this amazing episode. I can't wait to bring you this episode. It's, it's one that um, is really on my heart at the moment. But before I get into that, I just wanted to speak to all of you beautiful women out there who are listening to this and would love to be part of the Rebel Unique membership. Now this, just quickly, is a membership program. It's ongoing and it is this beautiful space that you get to have a very low investment. It's a low investment, it's 57 bucks a month, into yourself where you can show up as yourself in all the different shades and colors that evolve as your days unfold. Now, my belief is and why I created this space is that when we be ourselves more, when we allow ourselves to really show up as us and not trying to be someone else, trying to fit in, getting stuck in shoulds, sabotaging ourselves, all of the things, when we actually move through that with, um, with powerful support and connection and show up as who we really are, magic fucking happens. Magic happens. And what this does is creates a life of design. When you show up as yourself, you make choices from that space, choices for yourself, things you actually want in your life. And your life ends up manifesting by design and not by default. And that, in my belief, is what we are all here for. So if you feel like this is for you or if you have no idea about any of it, just go and check it out. All the information is at www.rebelunique, spelt the same as the podcast, Dot com. I will put the link in the notes for you guys to go check it out. Now, let's get into today's episode. I have an, a be- an, an beautiful, I have an amazing and beautiful speaker, guest speaker on today. Her name is Sig- Sigrid Tassius. I'm choking on my own words. Sigrid Tassius is She's just pure magic. She's powerful. She gives no fucks. She speaks her truth. And Sigrid is actually a leadership coach. She is a speaker. She's the host of her own podcast called Sacred Leadership. And I will put the link to that in the notes as well because it is really, really freaking awesome. She interviews some amazing people and has really asked some powerful questions. She's also an author of Intimacy Within. She's a conscious content creator and a medicine woman. And this beautiful babe is on a mission to support world leaders tap into their infinite potential by bridging ancient wisdom and entrepreneurship to bring more depth to their own leadership. And she is an absolute expert in that field and just has so much, so much beautiful, authentic, raw, real magic to share. And today we're going to get into that. And speak about a little something in the coaching world that her and I both have spoken about behind the scenes and both speak about this in our posts. And that is the marketing and sales techniques that can be used in self-development to make us feel less or to make us feel like we're not enough if we don't enroll. So 
Without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. Enjoy. And the beautiful Sigrid is with me now. Hello, beautiful one. I'm so good. Thank you for having me here. I'm excited. Oh, I'm excited too. This is um, a conversation that has been on the tips of both of our tongues. Well, not a tips. We've both been sharing and speaking into it, but definitely something that gets to be gets to be shared more, I feel. Yes, definitely. So, my darling, to get us started, uh, I wanted to just speak about, like, you're a coach. Um, I'm a coach. And for me personally, and I'm, I'm sure you, you're the same, we've both experienced going from essentially like an unaware, an unaware life, life where we're not as aware of self into the world of self-development. Mm-hmm. And I know for me, coming into the world of self-development, you sort of, well, I sort of had a belief coming in that um, you escape certain things that come about in the life that was pre to that. And you're going to come into a community with a lot of, um, a lot of authenticity, a lot of integrity, and that's just how it is because it's self-development. Everyone's developing self, so that's essentially how it should be across the board. Yes. And obviously we offer um, our programs and we have our options and we could jam all day on, on so many different things, but something we both feel and see right now in the self-development world and that isn't really being spoken about is the feeling of scarcity and lack that's coming through when some coaches and healers, etc., want to market their programs, offers, etc., etc. What's been your experience with that? Yes, it's such a powerful topic. And I remember when we first started talking about this on Instagram, it was something that, as you said, was coming up for both of us. And I feel it's coming up for a lot of people, not just coaches that are indeed in integrity, but also people that may be thinking of hiring coaches are seeing these and waking up to this feeling of like, mm, something doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. And what I've been seeing in the personal development industry or realizing more and more lately is that there are certain techniques, strategies, um, behaviors or patterns that are being used to sell programs, to enroll people into, you know, whether it's one-on-one coaching programs, events, workshops, whatever it is, through, yes, certain strategies that aren't really coming from a space of supporting others see what their reality could be like if they receive support but rather making others feel like they are less off, less than, mm-hmm. or that they are in need for someone to come and save them and teach them the way. Mm-hmm. Instead of encouraging and empowering people to see that something else is possible for them, if they choose to commit to themselves, if they choose to actually be bigger than their excuses and their stories, a lot of people are using tactics and, and techniques right now don't really know if I could call it a technique but let's just say a lot of people are going about it from a perspective of or an attitude of you're less than me I am more conscious than you I have more money than you I have more success than you therefore you should pay me money so that I can teach you how to be like me because otherwise you're fat you won't get your results you won't get where you want to be you won't reach the next level and all these stories and I'm just realizing how 
even for us that I consider you to be someone that it's really in integrity and you know anyone that follows you and that it's listening to this podcast has probably already realized how authentic you are and even for us people that are um doing our best to be in integrity I think it's so easy to get caught up into these patterns because that's what everyone around us does so I'm even, I even got to a point where I called myself forward and I just reviewed all my strategies and the ways in which I was showing up on social media and to my marketing campaigns and asked myself, am I coming from just copying what everyone else is doing or doing whatever thing um, a coach, someone else that has more success than me or has generated more money than me has told me? Or can I be, can I take this to an even, even deeper space of integrity and authenticity? Can I empower people instead of making them feel like they need me and that they are less than me? Bang on. So, so perfect. And sweetie, can you actually talk into or speak into um, some of the strategies that you've called yourself forward on and have come across? Like just some specifics. So... Not, yes. not I would call them red flags, but just, just an awareness so people know what we're talking about. Yeah, definitely. So there's a lot of chatter that goes around. And I think the, the biggest way of intuitively, and I'll get to more specific things in a second, but for, for people listening that may be like, oh, how do I even know how to get there or know who's, who's playing this game? I think the biggest compass is to tap into whether you feel better or you feel worse after reading a post, after seeing someone's stories. And for that, there's a component of self-responsibility that needs to be there because whenever we are playing a smaller game that we get to play, whether it's in life, relationships, business, and someone calls us forward, we may get triggered. But if we are being self-responsible, we can realize that that trigger, it's nothing but a an opportunity for us to step forward and be bigger than our, that, that what we're currently being, right? Mm-hmm. But some other people may make you feel insecure, may make you feel straight away um, some sense of scarcity and lack. And that's a red flag for you to see that that person is not actually empowering you, but rather making you feel like you're not good enough. And that's one of the techniques that I believe is not in integrity. So specific cases, I see a lot of posts where people are, calling you on your bullshit without really giving any solution, without really offering a new perspective, without really giving you anything that can support you. They simply point out the things that you're not good at, point out the things that you don't have, point out the things that you don't know, point out the things that you're doing wrong. But there is not a component there of wanting to support you to to feel more empowered. So whenever someone is speaking about everything you should know, everything you should be doing, everything you are doing wrong, without offering a solution or a space for you to feel more empowered, that to me tells you that that person isn't really maybe the person you wanna work with. And when I look to work, when I'm thinking of hiring a coach, I always think about that, like triggered getting triggered yes that's good whenever someone's calling me on my bullshit i'm gonna get triggered at times and that's perfectly fine however is this person working 
on my team? Like, does it feel like this person really wants to support me? Or is this person just telling me all the ways in which I'm yet not there? Because that's the difference. I feel like this scarcity game, it's all about telling you how there's something that you're still missing, something that you're still not, and something or a place that you still haven't gotten to. And because my, my background, apart from coaching and studying so many different styles of coaching, has been a deep spiritual practice. And for so many years, I've dove in very deep in different spiritual practices, shamanic practices, Buddhist practices, yogi practices, many different styles. I have come to understand that there is no place that we need to get to. We are already here. We are already complete. Everything I need to know, everything I need to be, already, I already am. So I just try to resonate or when I read posts and see stories, I just try to ask myself, is this person coming from the belief that I am already complete and they want to simply help me see that? Or is this person trying to make me feel like I am not complete and they are my savior and the solution to all my problems? So I can't really get more specific without, you know, like reading certain posts and things like that. But I feel like this could be the red, the main red flag. It's filling into your being and going, okay, do I feel empowered by this person or do I feel diminished by this person? And also another thing that sometimes it's not so intuitive, but it's important to, to ask ourselves is, is this person the embodiment of the things they preach? Has this person gone through the things they try to teach me how to get to? Because then we get all these coaches that are claiming that they can help you get to six figures, but they might not even be at six figures themselves. Or they might have done it once for their own business, but have never supported someone in getting there. They may claim that they can help you have amazing, incredible relationships, but their life is a mess. So just really asking, is this person the embodiment of those things they preach? And do I feel inspired when I receive their content and consume their content? Or do I feel like I'm yet again, not there? Because I think that's a difference. There's a difference between those that try to make you feel like your life is so terribly falling apart that you need to buy their course or hire them and all that. And then those that are leaders and leaders breed others leaders. Leaders want to support you into to step into your own leadership. And they're not here to teach you how to be like them, but rather to teach you how to find your own answers. So I hope this answers your question. I feel like it's such a big thing that we could go in, on and on for hours. It really is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying not to interject. I'm like, oh my God, yes, yes. <laughs> what a talking through it. Oh my God, yes. Yes. For yes. all of that beautiful, so, so true. And how I, how I liken it is very much to the diet industry. When you're made feel like you're not enough unless you buy the product. Your, your body isn't enough. You aren't enough unless you get the program or the shake or the pill or the whatever it is. And it's the answer and it's the silver bullet and it's going to get you to where you want to be according to all the people that currently look a certain way on the advertisement. Mm -hmm. it's, it's that same sort of energy coming across, like you said. And um, I'm totally guilty of it because that's what I was taught as well. I was totally taught. Yeah. And calling myself out and just going, you know, what? this isn't actually how I want to do things. I don't want to make people feel like you are not enough unless you are part of my program or you're going yes. to miss out or you're, you said you're completely fucked. When you say fucked, it sounds sexy. When I say fucked, it's, it sounds completely Australian. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, like just not allowing people to feel that they're not enough and everything you said about you already, everything you need and everything you are in the now, yes, so much yes. It's, um, and it's also, and I've done this, putting coaches and mentors, et cetera, on pedestals yes. and seeing them as our gurus. And mm-hmm. if they say that's how it is and it's worked for them, that must mean it's the answer. So I'm going to do it how they've done it because, and, and some of that's like some of that, there's truth in some of that, sure. But we also get to ask ourselves, does it actually feel good? Does it make me feel like, oh my God, yes. Or does it feel icky and... Um, I don't know about that. This is the really way the way I want to do life. I want to do business. I want to do like whatever the the case may be. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of those coaches are are trained on how to do that. Are trained on how to use the very best words to make you feel like there's a hurry and there's an urgency, and you get to do things now. And I think it's very important to differentiate because, for instance, if someone jumps on a discovery call with me. And I think they're fit to work with me or join one of my programs or retreats. And I really see that what I'm offering, it's going to change their lives. I'm going to be a stand for them. And a stand for them, it's not always just going, you are whole and complete. You don't need my program. Sometimes my calls, I'll be like, you're full of shit. Don't buy into your excuses. Get a credit card or get a loan and just join the program. But the difference is I'm not attached to that. Mm. If you don't join the program, I don't mind. The reason why I'm saying those things is because I want to call you forward. I want to hold you at your greatness and make you see that if your soul is really saying yes to this, it means that you get to be there. And the, how you make it happen, you just find a way. I've done this a thousand and one times where I found I made a way out of no way. But I think the difference is how we say it. It's like, do I feel empowered? Do I feel like this person is being a stand for me? Or is this person just hyping me? with the momentum, you know, like so many coaches out there, like making you feel like you're in a rush and just like do it now. And like, blah, blah, blah. and it's, I know it's, it's a tricky thing for us to differentiate with the mind because the words sometimes could be the same. So I feel the biggest compass is to feel into, do I feel supported, called forward, maybe triggered, but still um, like this person is holding me and my greatness or do I feel like this person is just making me feel like I'm, I'm shit if I don't join them? Yeah. And, and also the, um, that element of over-promising and under-delivering. You're going to get this and this and this, and then it's not actually delivered. I think that we get, like you said, get caught up in that hype and the feeling of FOMO. Like if I don't join now, I'm going to miss out. And that can come through with, um, uh, like you said, the technique of I'm only taking on five people and then you get into the program and there's 15 like well that's not what you said to me or you need to come now or the price is going to go up and it doesn't and other people still get you know the original like just those sort of little um i guess sneaky they sort of slide in where it gives you that fomo and urgency in a way that doesn't allow you like you said to choose and it's so much more empowering to choose it's so like you're going to get far more benefit you're going to be more invested you're going to create more shifts and changes and and peel back more layers when you choose to enroll yourself rather than allowing yourself to be enrolled from the other the the latter the lack scarcity fomo the rush the over promises the hypes yes energy 
Yes, definitely. And I think one powerful thing that everyone thinking of hiring a coach can do, it's first get clear with yourself as well, because if you're jumping on a call, you should know by then whether you really feel like it's a yes or it's a no. Mm -hmm. And you may need to make some questions and get to know a little bit more about the program or the person or what the program entails. However, do not do yourself a favor and do the coaches a favor and don't jump on a call if you're not sure that you're going to make it happen. If you're not sure that if it's a yes, if your soul's like, fuck yes, I need to work with this person, you're going to make a way out of no way. Because then we have a lot of people that jump on calls, but they haven't even asked themselves first, am I willing to do whatever it takes to receive the support I seek? And when you do that, when you really get clear with yourself, okay, is this my time? Am I ready to hire a coach? Am I willing to stretch myself? Because it's probably going to be a stretch financially, time-wise, of whatever way. Am I willing to show up for myself? If the answer is not, then don't waste your time and don't waste the coach's time. Mm. And if the answer is yes, then it should be as easy as just getting the details that you need to see if that's a fit or not. So even for me, when I jump on calls, like I recently jumped on a call with one of my coaches and dear friends, and we were talking about a program that I ended up enrolling in, but he didn't need to enroll me. I showed up there and I knew, I was like, okay, whatever this costs, I'm willing to make it happen. If it's the right fit for me, here are my questions. He answered them. I liked it. Here's my money. Easy. So I feel like it's also something that we all play in because there's so many people jumping on calls when they're not serious about it, when they're not serious about themselves, not about the program, but about themselves. And then these techniques and strategies that we are being taught as coaches sometimes using the FOMO and the urgency and the scarcity are probably made just with the intention of helping those that are still buying into their excuses, getting out of their excuses. So I think it's a responsibility that we all get to take. So the coaches really tap into, is this my truth? Do I really want to play into saying things that don't mean anything, promising things that I'm not sure if I can deliver and saying you know things like you said ingrid like it's the last day or i'm only taking that many people or the prices are going to go up tomorrow do i really want to lie to my clients to the people that are going to trust me and for the clients if you're thinking of hiring a coach just be in your leadership and ask yourself before you jump on a call am i ready to commit to myself and if the answer is not then do yourself a favor and not jump on the call Sometimes yeah. you don't even know you want a program and someone reach out, reaches out to you and you're like, fuck, this feels like a yes, then go for it. But if you're just jumping on a free call after free call after free call, then you also get to check yourself. Do your research. That's what I do whenever I enroll myself. I do my research. It's usually someone I've been following for a while. I've seen videos or posts or um, do your research. Get a feeling to that person and how they show up. And if yeah if it feels good for you because everyone's different. Not every coach is for every person and, and vice versa. Yeah, 100%. Now, my darling, your beautiful podcast called The uh, Sacred Leadership, mm-hmm. which is epic, by the way, guys. I'll put the link in the, in the notes. So go and check it out. Oh, it's a pleasure. Pleasure, pleasure. Um, what is, I just want to speak about leadership because we mentioned a lot about leadership in this conversation. What is a leader in this context for both from a coach perspective and also from a client perspective? Yes. So I'll tell you the human perspective. Um, I believe being in leadership is being in self-responsibility and self-honoring. 
of yourself. Um, you can be a leader, a leader in your family. You can be a leader in your relationship, in your community, in your business. And I feel what I've learned from coaching so many leaders and diving deeper into my space of leadership as a coach is that there is a level of self-responsibility that we all get to step in. And when we get to own everything that we are, everything that we not, every way in which we show up and every way in which we don't, we are in leadership. So leadership doesn't need to look like being on stage and speaking to thousands of people. You can be in leadership within your family. You can be the person that cleans the toilets after all the kids have left the school. Ooh. You know, it's really stepping into your own certainty of being. This is why, how I see it. And this applies to every area. So if you are someone looking at hiring a coach and you want to step up to being a leader, it's important that you get very real with yourself and knowing that leadership is a word that it's like thrown around everywhere right now. And we tend to think that being a leader is being in the spotlight and having lots of followers and making lots of money and having people praise us and know our names and all of that. But that you just have to look at, have a look at the politicians or have a look at like the CEOs of big corporations that are harming the earth or small corporations that are harming the earth. Yeah. We get to look at those. They have praise and money and their names are known and all of that. And they're not in leadership. So redefining our idea of leadership is very important because true leadership is about that. It's about leading oneself in a way that is in integrity, in a way that is in honesty, in a way that it's um, in honoring of oneself and everyone around us. So one thing I love um, to do is to sit with different indigenous elders from different communities around the world. And I've been studying indigenous cultures for, for many years from the Amazons to Native American people, Maori people. And what I see is that the leaders in the communities are not at all leaders because they have lots of money or because they're not, you know, they, they don't even have Instagram or things like that that we use <laughs> nowadays. Their names are known, but they are the ones that are willing to go first. They are the ones that are willing to carry themselves in such integrity that the rest of the tribe feels safe and led by them. So it's not about being seen and praised and all of that. It's about being so committed to service that you carry yourself in a way that it's, at your highest and not always i lose my shit every second day i'm gonna tell you <laughs> but but doing your best to really be in that space of like okay well there is something that i'm passionate about there is something that i see needs to change and i and i'm willing to step forward and be the first go first show up first and these can apply to every area of your life. You don't need to want to be a coach or be like a super entrepreneur. You can just be in leadership in motherhood. Not just, and this is like a big, huge work. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can be in leadership in motherhood. You can be in leadership within your friends. The way I see it, leadership is about taking self-responsibility and asking every day, how can I be the best version of myself? How can I be in alignment with my values and be an example? for whoever that is so so spot on yeah i'm just nodding along going yep 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 <laughs> it is it all comes back to self-responsibility really doesn't it and like you said going first and it doesn't have to be the big loud person out the front 
with all the all the inspirational memes and quotes and things it can be someone behind the scenes but taking responsibility and taking action from their own place of authenticity and integrity yes Yes, and that's something that, if you don't mind that I expand on that, just Go. Go. <laughs> coming up. Um, that's something that I feel it's missing nowadays in most industries, just like in society. But also, since we're speaking about the personal development industry, I'll speak on that as well. I see their scarcity. It's not just playing outwardsly, like in the marketing or sales ways that people, some people have. But the reason why that is coming out from some people's fingers when they're tied or mouths when they speak is because there's a sense of scarcity within. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people want to be a leader, but they haven't really asked themselves why and where am I leading people? So many people want to lead, but do you even know where you're leading people to? Are you just repeating and regurgitating information because your wounded ego, the part of you that still feels in scarcity, that you're not good enough, that you don't have enough, that you need to prove something to someone, is that the part of you that's chasing the being a leader situation? The clients and the six or seven figures and the followers and all of that. And I feel like not enough people are nowadays connecting to the their true purpose you know i'm in this work for the depth of it i'm not in this work to be praised i'm not in this work to to be known i'm not here to be you know the next big thing i'm here because i care so much Mm -hmm. and i know deep down everyone doing this work has a desire to serve yeah but their wounded egos more often than not can get in the way and they can get caught up in this just autopilot thing autopilot thing where you just want more followers and more clients and be seen more and do this and do that and then the arrogance comes in and it's a loop that it's tricky to recognize so it's important that everyone just takes that space of self-responsibility and calls themselves forward and ask okay am i truly being a leader like would i do this if nobody was ever going to see me Mm. would i still be leading if I wasn't going to get the likes and the shares and the praise and the money and the, you know, because yep. so many people are just doing it for the fame and for the hype and for the applause. And if they weren't, they wouldn't be in this business. Yeah. Yeah. And do you think, do you think that's why so, so much of it is coming about in the self-development world and why certain leaders and coaches and um, healers, etc., are choosing from that space? Yeah. Definitely, definitely. And when, whenever I see people acting out of integrity, I just see their, their illusion. Mm. I just see that. Like, I don't see bad people or selfish people. They might be behaving in selfish ways or out of integrity ways. But what I see underneath is there's just a deep sense of unworthiness and a deep sense of scarcity within not being enough. So one thing that helped me a lot to understand that and find more compassion for others when they act out of integrity is understanding that I can never say this word. I'm going to try it, but I can never really say it in English. (laughs) Gyrarchy. Is that how you pronounce it? Gyrarchy. Gyrarchy. I don't know. No? Okay. Well, well, I tried. You've done well. (laughs) Thanks for trying. So basically it's, there's like, 
different human needs. And until you cover number one, you can't worry about number two. So the basic human need, the first human need that we all have is survival. And this is something that I'm really excited to share because I think a lot of people need to know more about this. The basic human need is safety, survival. If we don't feel like we are safe, we can't worry about the next needs. So let's say I think um, spiritual growth or spiritual connection is like number six or something like that. So if, if a lion's chasing me, I'm just going to fucking run away from the lion. I'm not going to be like, I wonder what God is. I wonder what religion is like bringing more. You know, it's like, I'm just like fucking get the shit the fuck out of here. You know, if I'm like starving myself to death, I'm not going to be like, mm, I wonder what color I should pick for my linen next time. I'm, you know, it's like, no, you just need to freaking find food. So what happens is that there's a part of our brain that's still very primitive and still understand. So we, most of us don't have to run away from lions and we're not starving to death, luckily. However, there are other things that may happen on a daily basis that our brain understands as threat of death. Mm -hmm. So being rejected in that primitive part of our brain equals death death so back in the day when we used to live in tribes and all of that if we were rejected we couldn't really care for ourselves on our own we couldn't hunt and uh luckily we don't have to hunt anymore hey ingrid (laughs) (laughs) being in france but if we didn't have to we couldn't like hunt and look after ourselves and then reproduce and you know we couldn't do it all on our own so we needed the tribe so if we were rejected we knew it was just about time that we were gonna die so Mm. there's a part of our brain that still links rejection with death so even though we're not conscious of it there's a part of us that's avoiding rejection at all costs and will do anything that it takes hence why there are people getting surgery to edit their bodies so that they can they can feel like they look good enough so that they can feel they're accepted and loved and liked and wanted and all the things hence why some people are using strategies that are out of integrity within their businesses because they feel they need to be seen and have success and have the money and all of that. So it's not really that people behaving in ways that might not be in alignment with the values or with what we would, let's say, call conscious. Mm -hmm. It's not that they're bad people. It's simply that they're running under this belief that they're not enough and they're not there yet. So their brain goes, well, do whatever it takes to not be rejected. And this is why it's so important to work with people like you, Ingrid, that support women to feel like they're good enough where they're at. Like they don't need to edit and get yet another thing or lose weight or look in a different way, but just really understanding that you have arrived. And if we could all, all leaders, really get into that space of deeply anchored knowing that we have arrived, we could then lead, like actually lead, lead in a way that is service focused and not self-focused oh fuck yes whoa it's a big storm here learning just cracked as soon as i said fuck yes (laughs) yes good job (laughs) spot on timing yes so much yes my darling it's um and back back at you as well like it's very clear that you are authentic and in your integrity and what you see is what you get and it's not a highlight reel versus behind the scenes thing it's it's you on on the screen on the posts in the posts like your posts are so fucking powerful so 
Thank yes, you. absolutely. And I just, I was just thinking about something um, as you were speaking, coming into the coaching world, when I first began um, learning how to be a coach, what that was, what I was going to create, all the things, it can be very overwhelming. So you don't really know where to start. So it's, it's almost like a stage of vulnerability where you're actually quite open to falling prey to um, being like somebody else and having them on a pedestal. What would you say to entrepreneurs in that and coaches, especially in that space that are like, I'm going to, who have just, you know, maybe just declared that they're going to be a coach or want to be a coach. What would be your insight and advice to them, my sweetheart, as far as tapping into their truth and doing what aligns for them and that feels fucking amazing and not being, I need to work with this coach and do it their way because I don't know any other way yet. Mm -hmm. I would say hire a coach, interestingly enough, um, but hire someone that isn't in it for the fame, that it's in it for the work mm-hmm. and someone that can really see you, that you feel really seen by, even if it triggers the shit out of you, mm-hmm. to someone that can really see you and that can call you forward. Not just in the, you should play a bigger game, you should charge more, you should do, but actually see you. Mm-hmm. And I think this is, why so many coaches don't fully succeed? Like they may make some money and good money and have followers and all of that, but they don't feel fulfilled. They don't feel, you know, they may get to even like seven figures and then they're like, who am I again? And yeah. it's because everyone's focused on hiring uh, the business coaches and going to the business, business to business, which I think it's so important and I have done and I do. But if you don't have someone that's deeply anchored in in the space of integrity and spiritual connection that can really see you and help you see your human side, who you are behind the scenes, who you are not when you're putting on that, you know, like I'm a coach now, like who are you as a human being? If you don't have someone that can call you forward in that uh, on a regular basis, I think it's very easy to just get caught up in those stories and, just the hype and the momentum of, of this industry. So I feel my, I always say this, my savior and the reason why I can be the way I am and who I am, it's because I never stopped doing the spiritual work. So I did business courses and I went to conferences and I joined programs and I hired business coaches and all of that. But I always had my spiritual practice. I always had my meditation. I always um, had um went to plant medicine ceremonies. I always had my different coaches that weren't there to teach me how to be a personality. They were there to teach me how to be a person. I love that. I love that so much. That needs to be some sort of post-op, I feel. Mm. (laughs) can be your tagline. It's Secrets tagline. Um, Absolutely, my darling. And it's also that permission too, because I know I've done it and... um, like you've got to make mistakes. You've got to fuck up. You've got to potentially do yes. some coaches, some programs where you just think, shit, I invested in this. This isn't completely aligned, but asking ourselves like, what can I actually, now that I have invested in it, what can I actually get from this or how can I make this work for me? Yes, hundred percent. And learn from that um, because we're not always going to choose, com- you know, completely aligned everything all the time that's humanly impossible we are human as fuck at the end of the day so it's giving yourself that compassion i think as well yeah 
Yeah, yeah, I love that. And also on that note, like if you joined a program and you find that it's not really giving you what you needed, ask yourself, are my expectations, like am I wanting something that I wasn't actually promised? If you're wanting something that you were told you were going to get, you get to stand up for yourself and ask for it and just call the coach on it and be like, hey, you said I was going to get these results and I'm not getting them. If it is you that isn't just vibing and for whatever reason you've decided you can't learn anything from it, I'll tell you the wisest people learn from watching a tree, sitting and watching a tree. So yeah. you can literally learn from anything. So it might be your, how you're, you're uh, looking at the course because there's always teachings in everything. If there are sages that sit on a mountain for years with their eyes closed and they learn, you can learn from doing a program. Agreed. I would love to sit in a mountain for years with my eyes closed. That sounds amazing right now. Oh, the mama life. Yeah. <laughs> it's also, um, and I get this so many times too with um, beautiful women that I work with, when they say, this isn't what I expected. Um, and I say, well, great, because how fucking boring would it be if you came in and got everything that you expected? Then where does your growth happen? So it's also, it's also releasing that, like taking responsibility for ourselves as leaders, whether we're coaches or um, enrolling into coaching or a program or workshop, dropping any expectations because, again, that's like you were speaking before, that's part of our survival. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's sometimes you join a program and they say module one, module two, module three, then you know what you, you know, Right, like enrolling into but when you do one-on-one -on -one coaching or retreats and things like that it's impossible for you to know what you're going to get and that, that's where the magic is it's all that yeah that moment by moment unfolding and sharing and it's that's that's where it i find personally where the magic is where you don't actually know as a coach what's coming or as a participant yeah definitely all right my darling so i could <laughs> i can keep going on this till um next monday but <laughs> I'm going to, uh, I've got five little questions here to finish us off before we um, sign off and go about our day awesome. to ask your beautiful self. So number one, my darling, what's next for Sigrid? What's next? This year I am doing, running my first plant medicine and leadership retreat, which I'm so excited. I have Woo! been working closely with plant medicines for the past four years and we are going to run a retreat in Vanuatu so it's a four-month container space where we work through all different aspects of leadership purpose money mindset success mindset connection to the earth connection to ourselves our intuition and just understanding ourselves as multi-dimensional leaders as opposed to just copy cutting and you know just mm. doing what everyone else is doing like finding your own version of leadership yeah there's a lot of integration there's like group calls and one-on-one -on -one calls after the retreat. Um, so I'm very excited because this is something I've been working with personally and has changed my life. I wouldn't be who I am if it wasn't for plant medicine. And I'm very excited to support those, those who are ready into stepping into this deeper space of looking at themselves like they have never before. So it's an exciting year for me to be offering these to leaders that are serious about their, their development. That sounds amazing. Mm. Wow, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear more about that. Number two, what makes you rebelliously unique? Mm. 
the fact that I am very committed to my own truth. Mm. I'm very committed to my work and I don't really subscribe to anything that society tells me I need to be or do. That's a huge one. Mm. It sounds so simple, but it's not. <laughs> oh, it's fucking deep work. <laughs> it takes a lot. <laughs> it's yeah. a daily practice, people. It's a daily mm-hmm. practice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number three, what permission slip would you love to give today for the listeners? Speak your truth and don't worry about whether people are going to get mad about it. Another one that's easy to say. Mm-hmm. I yes. know, I it's know. Right. but I feel like the more you do it, the more you realize that there's always going to be people judging you, even if you sit down in your couch silently. Mm-hmm. So you may as well, like the reality is that there are people out there that already don't like you. So you yep. may as well do what you like and be disliked. Then be disliked while you do what you dislike. Yes, yes. You took the words right out of my mouth. Practice, practice, practice. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, there is always going to be conflicting opinions, no matter what. Even if you said, please give me a list of all the things that will please you. And they said, here's the list of 10. If you did all those things. And they'd be like, you're such a pleaser. Yeah, yeah. There's always <laughs> going to be something. So just just do it. Just speak your truth, peeps. Yeah. Um, number four, my darling, what impact would you love to leave on this planet? Hmm. I would love for every human being to know how important it is to live harmoniously with our planet, with mother earth Mm. and for every human being to have the understanding, like deep anchored understanding that we are at the end of the day, all one, and we get to care for each other. We get to understand how beautiful and amazing we are and be more compassionate. I know I probably said like 10 things there, but (laughs) (laughs) no, (laughs) that was awesome. Yeah. It's a beautiful visualization as you were speaking into that. I was just visualizing it. Mm. Number five, my darling, last but not least, what is one action or thing that the listeners can do to support you today? Could you repeat that question, love? Read it again. Yes. What is one action or thing that the listeners can do to support you today? Oh, that's so beautiful. Thank you for that question. Um, Well, they can go on to, I'm going to give you two again. They could go onto my Instagram, follow (laughs) me, and then go into my podcast, subscribe, leave me a review once they have listened to an episode and loved it. I will be putting both the links, the handle for your Instagram and the link for your podcast in the notes. So Make sure you go and stalk people. Go and stalk away. Her podcast is amazing. I was listening to your recent one with Jetty. Oh, uh, that was one of my favorite ever. I, I love Jetty. He's just he's just this calm, truth bombing, epic human. You just like just keep talking. I'm just I've got nothing to say. I just want to listen. Keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right, my darling. Thank you so much for being on here with me with us today it's been it's been truly a pleasure thank you for having me the pleasure has been mine oh stop it stop it <laughs> all right my sweetheart that's us for today people thank you so much for listening to another episode of a rebel unique i'm gonna say it with a bit say it with an accent for me sigrid so it sounds sexy rebel unique <laughs> uh-huh. well, nearly as sexy as i thought it was gonna be <laughs> i know i got so shy <laughs> She's been put on the spot. Thanks, guys. And we will hear from you soon. Please subscribe to the, uh, the podcast and leave her a honest, a honest review, whatever that is for you. Um, stars are up to you. One, two, three, four, or five. Thanks, guys. Bye. 
How fucking juicy was that? So much, so much truth bombs and magic and all of that. I just freaking loved it. Thanks for listening, guys. Please leave a review, an honest, authentic review of what you really think and feel about this episode and add some stars because all of this helps get this message out to our larger demographic, which is what we want. We want more people hearing all this epicness and seeing things in a different way than what they're used to. And don't forget to go check out Rebel Unique Membership for you beautiful women. I would love to have you in there. Have an amazing day and I will catch you later. Bye.